A very interesting place. It's like an Aladdin's cave of motoring in here. It really, really is. We're with Jim at Classic Race Simulators. Jim, nice to speak to you today. Hi, good morning. It's been great having you down here. So tell us a little bit more about what you do here. We recreate an experience is what we do. Mm. We, uh, we use the top-end simulator equipment, direct drive steering, pedals that we make ourselves. So you have hydraulic brakes, uh, triple curve screens, wind simulators, motion simulators... Uh, uh, shaker systems we combine everything to try and give you an experience as close to driving a racing car as you could possibly get and it's brilliant i mean for somebody who plays racing games on uh, the console at home sometimes we've come down this morning and had a go at playing on some of these setups i mean they are incredibly detailed and so much goes into these with the technology yeah, it's, um, as I say, to recreate the experience, you need to try and have as many elements of the experience and try and put them together so that it actually, when you get in there, it feels like you're in the car. You know, we've had people screaming as they go into walls because <laughs> it's, so, it's so realistic. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was in a lot of walls earlier on, if I'm honest. Uh, so Bass and Alan Boston have come down with me this morning as well. We've been having a go on some of these simulators. We've got four of them next to us. What simulators have you got set up today that we've been playing on? OK, well, the one at the far end is a, a, a replica of a Lotus 49 from the 1960s, um, you know, with a replica steering wheel and a, a gearbox that feels like a historic, uh, historic car, so you can squeeze yourself in and, and feel like you're in, in, in the real car. And that one has a, a triple 50-inch screens on it, so you get a great panoramic view. And, uh, yeah, we recreate the experience of driving Jim Clark's Lotus 49. Yeah, and it is a tight squeeze as well. I got into that one just about. I've got many stories of people who've got in but have struggled to get out. (laughs) (laughs) Me being one of them now. Uh, And then you've got a couple of static rigs in the middle which uh, are different again. Yeah, we have have them with different setups and different steering wheels. So one of them's got a Formula One style wheel on it and you've been out in Ayrton Senna's McLaren MP4 round... Rounds Brands Hatch, uh, which is a great experience, one of my favourite cars to drive. So that simulator is set up to feel like you're in that car. And the next one we've got set up uh, with a, a Porsche wheel with flappy paddles, and uh, um, you've been driving a, a, a modern Porsche car around Goodwood in, in, in that one. Yeah. Um, and then the one at the end, the, uh, the newest one we've got, is, uh, is one with all of those... Uh, 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 bits and pieces on but also it's got a full motion base with actuators uh, which you were having great fun with uh, <laughs> uh, uh, earlier on <laughs> we won't talk about the amount of times that i left the track although what i like about that one is you've even got a race engineer in your ear telling you off for going over the track limits yes we even put the swear capability <laughs> on <them>. uh, <laughs> i think the spotter was losing his patience the number of times you exceeded track limits I know, I didn't get anything from the, uh, the officials, but the, the spotter wasn't too happy on that one. But as you say, the technology here is incredible, and you, you even go down to the detail. You were talking there about the, the, sort of the wind machines and everything that, that really makes it feel very realistic. Yeah, well, if you're in a, if, if you're in a, a Formula car from the 60s, even with your helmet on, you're going to feel the wind blowing at you, and mm. you're going to feel the gear changes. So that's part of the experience that I try and, try and replicate. So it has... Um, uh, two wind wind simulators that blow uh, air at you at the same speed that you're travelling. And it also is a great way of keeping cool in the cockpit. 
Yeah, because it is actually quite tricky. And with some of the wheels, it reacts to what's happening on the screen, obviously, as everything is. But you've really got to fight with the wheels sometime. Yeah, um, there's various types of, 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 of steering in simulators. It starts off with the gear-driven uh, steering, which is generally your you know, three to four hundred pound uh, steering set. Um, you then move up to a belt-driven steering, which is a little more accurate and gives you a bit more force feedback, up to seven or eight newton meters. But if you want to experience something that's incredibly detailed, you have to go up to what they call a um, direct drive steering. And these direct drive steering wheels, uh, the motor weighs about 15 kilograms uh, and it can give you up to 25 newton metres of uh, of force feedback. And that force feedback is very detailed and we have it set for each car differently. So if you're in a car with wings and slicks, you're going to have a lot more force feedback uh, than previously. And the ones we have are very uh, complex and sophisticated encoders and uh, software and firmware running them so you'll feel your tires losing grip you'll if you do a number of laps you'll feel the tires going mushy on you and you'll get all of the all of the experiences that you get with a real race car and that's the the whole idea you know if you've got a, a logitech g27 which is a perfectly good entry level system you know you can buy one for 120 pounds mm-hmm. you'll get a reasonable experience but yeah. If you start looking at our kit, the the steering motor is a thousand pounds. The 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 pedals. We even have hydraulic pedals. We manufacture our own pedals, uh, which are all made out of billets of uh, aircraft aluminium, and the brakes have even got full hydraulics on them. So you get the feel of the hydraulic brakes. Mm. Um, and uh, we also have our own gear shifters. So if you're on a historic car, you don't want flappy paddles. You want <laughs> You want a gear shifter that feels like a historic car. And that's what we, we try and replicate. So if you're in a car from the, the 50s, 60s or 70s, you're going to have gear shifter and clutch. But you know, if you're in something modern, you're going to uh, have no clutch but the flappy paddles. Yeah, it sounds good. Now, obviously, we've been talking about the cars and the technology, but Jim, why did you start doing this? What is your background? Why are you such a big fan of motor sport? Well, my background is as a microbiologist, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I worked in the pharmaceutical uh, industry. Uh, I've had a, an interest in motorsport f- uh, for many years because my son, Graham, um, really got into motor racing and uh, was a kart racer for 25 years, and I, uh, I funded and, and did the mechanicing originally, and, uh, and Graham uh, won a couple of international championships and a world championship at Le Mans. Uh, so I've always had an interest in motorsport. I love historic cars, particularly from the 60s and 70s, uh, and I love driving them. And this is the, you know, I can never afford a McLaren MP4 or a, a, a Lotus 49, so I can, uh, I can jump in one of my simulators and pretend I'm Ayrton Senna. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what we all want, really, let's be honest here. And tell us a bit more about the business, too. So obviously, Classic Racing Simulators, we are down in Farnborough today, which is where you're based. But what's been the history of the company? Well, the company was founded in 2013, mm-hmm. uh, and I took it over in 2015. And originally, we had uh, uh, 10 uh, replicas of uh, 1960s race cars, and we did events such as a Silverstone Classic for Jet. Uh, and we had 10 of them all linked together so that the, uh, uh, the public could go into the Jet hub and all race together around the circuit in exactly the same manner as the racing they were, they were watching. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I did a lot of exhibitions um, uh, with simulators on exhibition stands and parties and, and, and things. But then when COVID, uh, well, just before COVID struck, I decided that we were going to try and, and, and get the quality of our equipment to the highest level possible. Uh, and when, when the pandemic struck, there were parties, there were, uh, there were no more exhibitions. So basically I've been able to focus, I've had to focus, mm. on, on improving the quality of what we do. I mean, every single piece of, uh, of these uh, simulators has got the highest quality of kit, from mm. the, even down to details such as the quick release or the quality of the seats. or uh, all, all of the components are of the, the highest quality. So where the business is going now is we... Um, uh, we provide a place where where racers can come and practice, and we do practice sessions. We'll find out what car they've got, get a similar car to their car. We sell the simulators. Um, I've got a couple of clients who have my simulators who are racing this week in the historic Monaco oh, wow. Grand Prix down in France, uh, uh, and they've been using their simulators to practice. Mm. In fact, last year, one of my clients was practicing because when they go down there for a Grand Prix like that, mm. they get half an hour practice session. Oh, is that all? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. And if there's a red flag, that maybe you only get 15 minutes. <laughs> so uh, one of my clients last year uh, bought a rig for his home mm. and practiced for four weeks before he went down there, where last year he put it on pole by two seconds and won the race by 12 seconds. Incredible. Yeah, And we all know every, every top driver uses a simulator to practice. Yeah. So even if you're an amateur driver and you want to save uh, time and money, because clearly, you know, if you're out for a day's practice, you, you've got to pay for the fuel, tyres, accommodation, all those sorts of things. And uh, so you know, now you know, I have clients who will have their dinner, take a glass of wine down, <laughs> sit, in, sit, sit in their playroom with their simulator and do an hour-round spa. Yeah. And uh, it also, um, so it saves them money. They they can they can build their muscle memory mm. for that circuit, and there's no loss of domestic credits by being away for the weekend. <laughs> That's a very important one here. Absolutely. I'll be honest. Um, and as you said, they are so realistic, and they definitely count. I mean, coming out of the Lotus as I did, uh, and I was driving that round Spa, I think, wasn't I? Yes. At the beginning. I mean, it took me a, quite a while to even keep it on the track for more than five seconds. They're not easy. Oh no, the cars of the 1960s. Uh, they had radial tyres. They had <laughs> they had drum brakes. So if you don't brake early enough, you're going to go you're going to go straight on in the corner. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, you had full traction control on, but if you don't have a contraction <laughs> control on, if you've got a Cosworth DFV behind, maybe 400 kilograms of car, yeah. you put your foot down hard. That thing's just going to snake all over the place, and you're going to be in the barriers. Uh, and you get a sense when you're in it of of how dangerous it was in those days for yes. those drivers, because uh, whilst you haven't got it in here, you, you would have been surrounded by fuel tanks. Of course. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah. so if, you, if you hit the barriers, you're going to rupture those fuel tanks and be covered in fuel. So it was incredibly dangerous back in those days, but mm. here you can do it in, in relative safety. You don't, <laughs> you, you don't get burnt. <laughs> and while we've been here, Jim, I've seen some brilliant photos and videos of some of the replica cars that you do as well, which is a big part of the business. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the part of the business I I enjoy the most. Uh, we have clients come to us and say, uh, well, in fact, one client from the US came and said, uh, "Hey, you know, I had the experience of driving a Maserati 250 uh, around 
uh, around Monaco in the historic Grand Prix. Mm. And uh, he said, I'd like to relive that experience. What can you do? So we've built him a, uh, a replica uh, car that looks exactly like his car. Uh, it has a wind simulator in it. It's on a full motion base. Wow. It even blows uh, air at you, the speed you travel. The, <laughs> the dials in the dashboard work. Uh, and it moves around exactly like the Maserati would do. So mm. he now, although he's too old to race, he can now go down to his playroom and he can uh, re- relive the experience. But we make a number of cars. Uh, we can basically make a replica of any of any uh, car that you like, either half size or full size car with wheels. We've 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 built many cars for for people, and and that is our speciality: uh, mm. um, uh, building simulators that look like the real car. And watching the video, I mean, it was even taking in sort of the the height of the track and the undulations and things like that. Like it's it's very technical. Do you enjoy that side of the challenge of making things as realistic as you can? Yeah, and and to do that, we've had to develop our own products. Mm. Uh, you know, our own pedals. We've had to develop uh, our own gear shifter. But the new, we have two types of motion base. One is a an actuator based system with uh, an actuator on each corner. Uh, but the the most advanced one, and I think we're the first people in the world to uh, to build it, is one that incorporates traction loss. So in those older cars, that's what you feel. You know, when you lose the back end, you feel like you're losing the back end. And you know, when you accelerate, because they had, um, unlike modern cars, they've got a lot of travel on the suspension. Mm. When you accelerate, the nose lifts up <laughs> in the air, and when you decelerate, the nose dies down and the back comes up. So, yeah, we, we go to, 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 to great lengths to try and replicate how the car would feel. Yeah. To be fair, going off the track on the one behind me earlier on, I was being thrown all over the place. So I, can, I can vouch for the fact that that works. Yeah, well, the nice thing is at least you, you can't do any damage to my cars. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would have been a very expensive day had, uh, had that been in a real car. I may not have been invited back for that one. <laughs> Perhaps not. No. So finally, Jim, if people want to come and find out a little bit more about what you're doing, how can people get in touch and how can they find you? Yeah, well, they can go to my website, classicracesimulators.com. Or they can give me a call. The numbers on uh, on the website. Uh, we'll arrange. Uh, you know, we can have groups of up to fifteen people here sharing the simulators, and they can all try and set the fastest laps in the different cars. Uh, or if you want to come for some private practice, we can set you up. So if you're going for a, a trip to the Nurburgring and you want to um, be safer and faster when you get there. If you come here for a morning, you can learn the circuit, understand where each corner goes. So, uh, And the same for any race circuit. If you're going to do a track day, it's a great way of preparing yourself. Mm. Yeah, it has been brilliant and such an experience. I've got to say, Jim, thanks to you and for Steve as well uh, for having us down here this morning. It's been a pleasure. Brooklyn's Radio.